0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're listening
0: to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and
1: Zach Rizzuto. I want to get feelers on Joe Mixon, right? Mm -hmm. See what you can get, right? He just had a, like, 50-point bomb the other week, and I want to get some feelers because, you know, uh, there are a lot of running backs I prefer over Joe Mixon. Like, his role didn't change at all. You know, he doesn't play, you know, third downs. He's still coming off the field. He's not getting, like, 80% share. Like, you know, Jamar Chase is going to come back soon. There's going to be a couple – you know, maybe the offense gets better. He gets more goal-line carries and stuff, and he'll get those touchdowns. But – There are a few running backs I I prefer over Joe Mixon, and I might be able to do a couple of these deals one for one. And let's play the game. You ready to play the game? Yeah, let's do it. Who would you rather have, him or Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler. Christian McCaffrey or Joe Mixon? McCaffrey. Barkley or Joe Mixon? Barkley. Nick Chubb or Joe Mixon? Chubb. Henry? Henry, yep. Jacobs?
0: That they're very close. I, I value them very similarly. I might give Joe Mixon the edge in this one. I'm okay because we saw Josh Jacobs get that you know ultimate role for three weeks and then it just kind of faded off. He's not getting that right now. He's still producing a little bit, but it's more in line with what I expected. Um, he's cooled off a little bit. I, I would go with Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara. I'd go with Kamara.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. Hey, we're looking for da-
0: justification. That one was pretty da- easy. Dalvin yeah. Cook. Dalvin, yeah. Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Easy. Yep. Okay. Uh, so
1: like, here we go. So like, guys, like there are a couple guys here that I think some some people might say okay to those one for one deals. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Walker.
0: I'd actually rather have Kenneth Walker. That, that's me that's too. Me yeah.
1: Me too. So yeah, if I would do one for one, I would trade Joe Mixon for Kenneth Walker today. Travis yeah. Etienne.
0: ETN, ETN will be is. Able to,
1: will you be able to do a one for one deal? If it's Maybe. one for one, yeah, I, I would. Maybe, if I if someone has ETN and listen, like I would get feelers out for ETN right now because if you can afford it, take take the hit on ETN's bye week this week, right? Because he's on bye right now, and yeah. if you can afford it, and someone needs a running back and they need to make the playoffs, they might trade you mixing ETN one for one. Yeah, so I would try that. I would I would definitely do that because ETN's an every and every down back. Um let's see. So we got we already got a couple options that you can trade Mixon for right now. Jonathan Taylor?
0: I'd rather have Taylor.
1: i rather me too, man. So you can <laughs> dude, I feel like it would be pretty easy if you offer the Jonathan Taylor manager Mixon for Taylor, they would accept that shit.
0: Yeah. And that would be huge, I think, a huge win for you. Because now I, not only I was high coming into this podcast talking about Jonathan Taylor, but now I talked myself even further into Jonathan Taylor <laughs> that he's going to do what we—he's going to Jonathan do Jonathan Taylor things this back half of the season. It's going to happen.
1: He's going to do it. Maybe you can get Jonathan Taylor and a wide receiver three. Maybe yeah. just maybe you you be a little uh, greedy and see what you can get. Okay. Good. So I'm glad we, we got some feelers off of that. I think another be, running back. Yeah. Sorry, oh, we
0: Joe Mixon. I think you could be a little greedy with him coming off a 55 point performance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that gives exactly. you the that gives you extra runway to get to get that.
1: Hey man, he's the overall RB2 going into this week. Yeah. You want to trade for him? <laughs> um okay. So there's another guy that you want to get some feelers on, right? In terms of buying.
0: Yeah. And That guy's name. I'm calling it a heat check. You want to check out Christian McCaffrey right now, 100%. That's what you want to do. Because Elijah Mitchell came out of nowhere and got a decent role. Not only a decent role, he got more carries than Christian McCaffrey. I don't think that's going to keep happening. I think that was just, we got Elijah Mitchell back, and you know we want to use him. He's been in the system, and he knows how to run the ball. Christian McCaffrey is going to continue to be Christian McCaffrey. But because of that, you might have some Christian McCaffrey owners panicking like, he's not going to have an every down role anymore. Like this is uncharted territory. Like we said earlier this week with Christian McCaffrey, suddenly having touches vulture from him. Like when does that happen? It never happened in Carolina. It didn't happen in the two weeks before um, in San Francisco. People might be worrying about it. So I get a heat check and just see what the price is. Cause Christian McCaffrey, he is still Christian McCaffrey. There's no debating that. I would be looking for that. It was a similar thing. I did this. I said after Lamar Jackson had a few bad games, um, you know, after he put up his 40 point performance. Just get a heat check out there, see if they're looking to move move him. If they're willing to move him, because having Elijah Mitchell coming to get those carries, you know, even though I'm not panicking, you know, it's definitely grounds for a second thought. Like maybe this isn't you know who I expect him to be. Maybe Christian McCaffrey isn't who isn't going to be who I expect him to be the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's still a top five running back, regardless. And yeah. if people people might panic because he only had, you know, he didn't have that many fantasy points, like, what, 15 fantasy points, something like that. So that's like a RB2. Yeah. So if if people are expecting that, like like correlating that number with the workload, they're not going to be happy and they're be, they're going to be willing to make a move, right? Yeah. So, like, if I had Joe Mixon, I would send Joe Mixon for Christian McCaffrey and see what happens.
0: Oh, yeah. That would be quite the move if you could get that. But, you know. You know. You uh, never John, know. He,
1: he, even, okay, if they say no, okay, cool. Like Joe Mixon, I'll give you a little bit of something else. Maybe another mm-hmm. wide receiver three because you have wide receiver three troubles. You know? The
0: trade deadline you know. can get crazy. You know, the fact that it's a trade deadline might make people a little bit more, you know, loose and open. They want to make a
1: move. Everyone yeah. wants to make a move, man. Okay. Got to sleep a load. I got I to see what it is. Yeah, it's Dallas um, Goddard. Da- He's Dallas on IR. Goddard. He is on IR. He's going to be out for at least four weeks. So that tells you what you need to know about him. He's going to be out. For, yep. for a while, you're gonna have to make it playoff push without him, unfortunately. Uh, you know, if you guys didn't see our post on Instagram yesterday, Zach made this dope ass graphic, uh, basically, you know, talking about and we, we collaborated on the content itself, obviously. But you know, we talked about a bunch of tight ends who you could potentially, you know, trade for or uh, you know, pick up on the waiver wire, right? Obviously, waiver wire has already passed, but you know, guys like Cole Komet, Trey McBride, Hayden Hurst. I'm do did we do we have any news on um on the twitter on, on the baltimore i'm going to twitter.com and i'm saying twitter um <laughs> on the baltimore practice yet like did mark andrews practice yet? i don't think we had it
0: we have anything from Not that yet, usually right? that kind of rolls in right about like as soon as we get right on the podcast yeah one o'clock right. is
1: usually when it starts to roll yeah in. exactly so um we'll so we we, we we didn't get it yet uh yeah. but you know, keep an eye on that because if I, Isaiah Likely is on a lot of waiver wires right now. He's a free agent, obviously, after waivers yeah. passed. So just keep an eye on it because if Mark Andrews is not practice today, I'll scoop his ass up just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a guarantee Mark Andrew plays. Maybe he gets a full practice in today. I don't know. But, you know, when you know their head coach was talking about it, he well, he didn't seem like, yeah, he's definitely come back this week or anything like that. Yeah. So th- he's leaving that door open. So just keep that in mind because he <laughs> would be a, a very good play this week.
0: Yeah. And you talk about going to the waivers. The post waiver window sometimes that's like my favorite place to go because you won't yeah. affect you won't affect your waiver priority at all in your league, depending on how your priority works and um your waivers work. But that's well, one you don't of my spend either my favorite spots Yeah, you just kind of vulture players, which yeah I will totally do, especially if they're a couple of weeks out. You know, maybe they're injured and they're and you're not gonna find big names on there. But if you have a guy that's injured that was a contributor, you know, I, I just kind of scoop them up under the radar. Everybody else will get caught up in the massive you know recap of the waiver wire transactions and then just under the radar you'll see like what's it called i added this player like just do that that will yeah. save you a lot of time especially if you're not in a dire need of a player just wait it out and see how it goes that's one of my favorite things to do because you can give yourself a lot of help that way without affecting um your potential to add the star players when they come around
1: yeah q picked up commit to replace goddard you know that's a that's solid you know what i'm saying that's what you want to do a guy that yeah. i'm looking to to buy right now is pat frymuth um, mm-hmm. He, I mean, like just on his in his first game back. You know, I'm sorry, it was his first game without Chase Claypool. 27% target share. He got a ton of air yards in this game. He's going to be one of the top targets in this Steelers offense. He underproduced on his receptions and his targets, so you know he didn't have a huge fantasy day. But he's somebody that I'm looking to buy right now. He's a top five tight end rest of season. Yeah, like Pat Frymuth. <laughs> like, and that's funny at this that, point because yeah. T- Dallas got it out. Zach Ertz is out. So, who would you rather have? All right. So, like Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's that's it. We just lost two George top Kittle. five tight ends.
1: Yeah. George, George Kittle, Kittle, I guess you could say. And yeah. then Pat and, and Firemuth. Like, those are the top five right there. And after that, good luck.
0: Yeah. That, that's what it's going to be. Cause the tight end position was already a crapshoot. And now you're missing a lot of talent at the top. People are going to be scrambling. And it's just going to be a streamer central, as if it wasn't already. Pat Frymouth, you know. I like the way he plays. He He's a dynamic talent at tight end. He's a big guy. And, you know, the Steelers outside Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, you know, Kenny Pickens can have to rely on somebody down the seam. That could be Pat Fryer. He's he's a good tight end. He, the production hasn't exactly been there, but he has a chance to really kind of, you know, pop off the stat sheet now um, and really just, you know, be valuable with the way the tight end, tight end landscape is with these two guys out.
1: For sure. 88% route participation. 27% target share in his last three games, 21%, 18%, 27% target share. Um, yeah. So like he's getting it done. And on a per route basis, he's getting targeted. So um I think for the rest of the season, I think he he's in your lineup every week, no matter what, regardless of matchup. Yeah. Uh Dalton Schultz, thank you, Jerry. Dalton Schultz is up there as well. So I would consider him part of that top six. I might like Dalton Schultz a little bit more than maybe Kittle, I would say, for, like, floor, for the rest of the yeah. season. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, first floor, right? He's gonna have that. Um, there's so many targets in in for in San Francisco that you know, Dalton Schultz, I think, you know, he's probably the second target behind C D at yeah.
0: this point. Dak loves there's, gonna Dalton Dalton he, there's gonna be games where he there's gonna
1: be games where he out targets CD. I know just yeah. that Dak just loves him. Yeah, he's... um Go ahead. I, I got this question here from F. Um <laughs> don't tell me no, for us. I traded <laughs> Pittman and C D for digs and Loki regret it, but I have JT also, so I didn't want two cults. That makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. honestly, Pittman and CD for Diggs, I would do it today.
0: Yeah, you, you could diversify that way. I like CD rest of the season, you know, but that might just be the Cowboys fan in me. Um, he looked really good against Packers, and he's really the only target there outside, like you said, Dalton Schultz and Dallas' offense. But Diggs is a proven he is a high-end wide receiver one. Pittman and CD, they've been producing, you know, up until last week, Pittman and CD were producing kind of similarly. they were like mid to low. Wide receiver too, so I I like this trade. I I wouldn't regret it. You know,
1: I'm not regretting this trade. You might
0: have a little buyer's remorse, but who doesn't after every trade? You're like, oh, well, they've been on my team for a while. You know, you feel bad, but
1: it'll happen. You'll be fine. Please start Diggs. (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay, let's see what else. Um, let's let's get a couple trade questions here. Uh, before we hop off, Nick is asking trade Rashad White for DeAndre Swift. Would you do it? Would you trade Rashad White for DeAndre Swift right now? One is on his way up. One can't find his way up. So what are we doing here, Zach?
0: I would. I think that's a really low price to pay. Chances are you've had Rashad White on your team, you know, on your bench. Especially if you listen to us. You know, we told him, put him on your bench, you know, waiver wire, you know, get him. You haven't been starting Rashad White. Swift is going to do the same thing for it, but I think Swift's upside is way higher. And even though Rashad White, you know, we talked about him maybe getting a starting role over Leonard Fournette, but Leonard Fournette is still going to be there. I, I think Swift has a bit higher upside, but that's just. It, it I, I, I think the preference. key
1: the key of this is what you just said, and Leonard Fournette's still there, yeah. right? If he wasn't there, if he was hurt, if he was going to be longer for out for longer, like yeah, I prefer Rashad White. You know, what I'm saying um, mm-hmm. by a lot, but Leonard Fournette is going to be there, right? And Leonard Fournette plays a lot of the same roles that Rashad White's going to play. Swift. He doesn't need to have the full role in order for him to be a huge, you know, factor, right, in your fantasy league. So I'm okay with this. Like, here's how I would deal with it. If I need a win, like, if I just need – if I need to go straight through to get wins every single week to make the playoffs, I would not make this deal. I would keep Rashad White because, well, actually, Rashad White's on bye this week. So that's tough, right? DeAndre DeAndre Swift already had his bye. So now – Now it becomes complicated. Yeah, I think I'll make this deal. I think I would do it for the upside.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. That makes sense.
1: It's tough because, you know, I really like Rashad White's upside, you know, and I think, you know, he has more upside than Swift if Leonard Fournette were to go down, but he's not. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Fournette just gets benched completely.
0: No, he's not going to. He, he, they're not going to just bench him outright. That's not how it's going to work.
1: Q was asking, "Do I try to sell David Montgomery?" Well Q, I'm buying David Montgomery right now. I am. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the dude is going to get, you know, 80% at least snap share going forward. Yeah. You know, they, they still like to run the ball. He's going to get all he's going to get all the work. And you know, without Khalil Herbert there, David Montgomery's going to do his thing. Now, if David Montgomery is like your RB3, you know what I'm saying or your RB4, because you picked up kenneth walker or something you're playing him over him and he's just on your bench and you're willing to sell him for cheap i'm sorry you're you're willing to dispose of him in a way that you know you don't really need somebody then yeah i would do it to desperate fantasy managers who are willing to overpay so yes i would do it if you if you can get someone to overpay for him because now he gets all this work you don't necessarily need him in that situation i would but if you do need a running back and you can start him. You can start a guy who is going to give you RB two numbers at the very least with RB one upside. I think David Montgomery. You you, you got to hold him, or you or you buy him.
0: Yeah. The question around David Montgomery is always, you know, you know he'll produce if Khalil Herbert doesn't have, you know, one of his games. If he doesn't have a good game, if Khalil Herbert isn't getting the touches. But now we know Khalil Herbert isn't going to be getting the touches. He's on IR. If I'm right, he's on IR. Yeah, he's on yeah. IR. So you yeah. don't have to worry about that anymore. Do you think Tristan Ebner is going to come up and take snaps from David Montgomery? I, I don't think so. Not to the Keeping point where it's going to be a problem.
1: In the, you know, I don't think it's going to be a problem because, like, when if Tristan Ebner does come in, it's going to be on passing downs, and Justin Fields doesn't like, he's going to run it now. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it how it works. That's the um,
0: thing. a big reason why I was avoiding Bears running backs was because Justin Fields is just doing it all right now and he's going to continue to do it all the way that he's been playing, you know, that's going to hurt the upside of these running backs a lot because if you can run the ball for 10 yards to a clip with Justin Fields, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever hand the ball to a backfield to the, to a running back? You know, when Justin Fields doing it all for you. the upside was capped, the touchdown upside, especially when you go to the red zone, they run Justin Fields on QB power twice, you know, in in every four down set. I wasn't big on the Bears running backs, but now that there's less distribution, you know somebody has to be carrying the ball. It's going to be Dave Montgomery.
1: Just remember what Dave Montgomery did last year. You know, yeah. what I'm saying at the end of the year, like he was a he was a league winner. You know, straight could be up a, similar a lot of situation. Fans, Could be a similar situation this year. Could be. Um, let's get into it just like maybe one or two questions, and that's it, and then we're going to wrap it up real quick. I
0: got one more buy that I had.
1: Oh, let's hear it. Let's, let's, let's hear
0: it. it. Yeah, Justin Herbert, people needs to be bought. Moving forward, 100%. I don't know. I know that he's been disappointing. If you have him, you know, just stick with him. If you don't, go get him because he's going to be super cheap. He scored less than 13 points three of the last four weeks. He's a high-end QB, two in total points right now. I think he's a QB 14. Um, He has a really good stretch of matchups coming up, going into the playoffs. You have have, um, Kansas City in week 11, Arizona in 12, Las Vegas in 13, and Miami in 14. That is a fantastic stretch. Uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, they're supposed to be practicing this week. They should be making their way back. Um, his price is as low as, as it's going to be moving forward. His talent has really buoyed his fantasy relevance. You look at the way he plays. He's playing with no weapons, but he's still relatively getting it done. He's not, he hasn't left you out to dry at all this season. Um, he's had over double-digit fantasy points, I think, every single week. And for comparison's sake, Derek Carr would not be fantasy relevant if Devontae Adams missed time. You know, Justin Herbert has been fantasy relevant without Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. When they come back and they should be coming back in this next week or two, you know, he could get right back to where he should be, what we wanted him to be with Justin Herbert. His price is super low right now.
1: Yeah, I I like it. And if he does get his his wide receivers back, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. That's what it's going to be. I'm I'm with you. And that's the hope. I hope he gets his wide receivers back because that's going to mean the world to him, Um, especially Keenan Allen. Because even with Mike Williams, he wasn't putting up crazy numbers. Um, Now, I have a question for you. If you had Justin Fields and Justin Herbert, are you trading? Are you comfortable trading away Justin Fields? Based on Justin Fields, yes, because you can't trade away Herbert right now, right? Right. It's hard to trade away Herbert. It's easy to buy, but it's not easy to sell. But you like Justin Herbert moving forward, right? And you you think that he's going to be a lot better for you. But you can get a lot of value back for Justin Fields right now. Would you try to do that?
0: I think you could. I think you could, because assuming this is a one QB league. If this two QB league, obviously you're starting both of them. And that's kind of the situation I have in one of my leagues. But if this is a one QB league and you're comfortable betting on Justin Herbert, which I am, you know, you could get a huge haul right now for Justin Fields, you know, the way that he's been playing. And as long as he's those two back to back 40 point performances, you know, right there on the game look, that's going to look great. You could get some really nice weapons elsewhere on your roster because chances are you took Justin Fields to be your starter. Not Justin Fields, Justin Herbert to be your starter, and Justin Fields just happened to do this. That's humongous appreciation on your bench. That's now you can turn into starting players. 100. I think that you yeah. could do that.
1: I I think you can trade away Fields and like you know DK Metcalf for like Devonte Adams, right? You can trade yeah. Fields and like you know these middling running backs for Harvey One. You know you can trade Fields and Damian Pierce for Kenneth Walker, right? Yeah. Like you can do stuff like that, and like. I think it's so worth it, especially if you have another running back that you think you can trust. Uh, So if you have a non-Justin Fields quarterback, you know, you want to take a look at what you have, right? It's not easy to get a difference maker at quarterback. You know, we have two to three difference makers at quarterback right now. We have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and we're talking fantasy, right? Yeah. Then Jalen Hurts, right? And then Lamar hasn't really shown that since week three. Like, mm-hmm. he went over 20 fantasy points, which is, like, in standard four-point passing touchdown scoring. He's gone over 20 fantasy points once since week three. And yeah. that w- it wasn't by once. He had, he had, like, 21 points or something. Um, Tua? Tua might be entering the range of that reliable, borderline difference-maker quarterback. Like, for well, the past, like, three or four weeks, he's been doing really well. Yeah. Um, I think Burrow can potentially get in that range as well, but he needs all of his weapons back. Like, we saw what he did in his last two games right with all of his weapons like he 40 point games like he was killing it he has that potential yeah um so it's like who are we moving if we have Justin Fields right so like the main guys that other managers in your league like let's say i have Justin Fields and Joe Burrow or Justin Fields and Lamar or Justin Fields and Tua i think these guys can be are tradable to to other teams in your league because like you don't want to trade them m- like lower tier qb ones but like that mid with the potential to get into the upper tier, like Lamar, like Jabbar, like Tua, those guys are pretty tradable. So yeah, I feel like you could potentially trade those guys and keep Justin Fields potentially. Yeah, that,
0: that could be the case. This, the thing about that makes Justin Fields so great is that, like we said, you know, you didn't draft him to be your starting quarterback heading into the season. And now you just have all this extra value that you don't know what to do with. And you have all these options to pick from, you know, that's, what's so great about it. You could keep Justin Fields and be fine. You could start Justin Fields and be fine. You could also trade him away, get a nicer piece somewhere else on the roster and be fine with your quarterback, especially if you have the guys that we mentioned, you know, Justin Herbert, Tua. Um, I'd, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a Cowboys fan of me, but since Dax comes back, he's kind of in that range. You know, he, he's had some solid performances. Um, I, I think that there are a lot of quarterbacks that you could get by with that are just fine. Like you said, the top three quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Fields at this point, maybe Jalen Hurts is in that difference maker conversation. Um, unless you have one of them, you know. You're going to be moving. You you have the chance to move. Uh, this type of this type of the, the guy
1: who's streaming quarterbacks in your league. If you has Christian McCaffrey, like get Christian McCaffrey for Justin Fields, like just dude, yeah. send that trade. Yeah, why not? See what happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do it for Saquon. See what happens. Mm-hmm. That, that you know, could depending on work. The, depending on their quarterback situation. You know, you never know. Just do it. They might be yeah. desperate. They want. They're tired. I'm so tired of picking up quarterbacks every week, man it's <laughs> hard yeah i don't want to be starting you know
0: tired quarterback hitchhiking
1: yeah man all right so real quick i want to go over just a couple names that potentially buying okay yeah travis etienne mentioned that he has to buy this week take advantage if you already have a bunch of wins you know you're gonna make the playoffs you know give somebody else the opportunity to win this week and take travis etienne off their hands jonathan taylor just keep in mind he has that bye week in week 14 okay so like he's not gonna play the week before you need to make the playoffs same thing with alvin kamara if you're buying him bye week is in week 14 david montgomery his bye week is in week 14 Cordell patterson somebody who you can buy dirt cheap right now like would you be surprised Has he had a terrible like week last week oh yeah you can buy him super cheap right now would you be surprised if Cordell patterson ends up being the clear rb1 of that team next week oh no this sunday no I right now so because of that possibility and the fact that you wouldn't be surprised off of that like he was coming off an injury two games within four days of each other like you know there's a chance that like that played a role in the way they were using their running back so yeah it, you know you wouldn't be surprised if Cordell Patterson had like 18 carries 120 yards and two touchdowns like that could easily happen and this is the only time you can buy him so yeah he's somebody that you could potentially buy right now um Miles Sanders, he's a cheap RB2. Like, not something I'm really aiming for, but like if you need someone cheap, real quick, sure, whatever. Yeah. Um T. Higgins, he's been underperforming, you know, only one touchdown in the past four games. Great matchups coming up. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, Tampa. Um, yeah. you know, Jamar Chase coming back, that could help him. You know, I wouldn't be scared away by that because he hasn't really been killing it without Jamar Chase. So, you know, maybe like with Jamar Chase, he'll 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 be fine. Yeah, Amara St. Brown. He didn't score, but he got a shit ton of targets, double digit catches. Still a chance to buy high on Amara St. Brown. Um, mm-hmm. Pat Firemouth mentioned him as well as the number one tight end buy right now. George Kittle, he can also be bought, but I wouldn't spend up on him.
0: Yeah. Remember going in, you know, as the episode ends, and you're going into this last weekend with the trade deadline. If your trade deadline's this weekend, there's no more time to hesitate. If you need to make a move, you know, don't wait. Go make the move. Like, there's no sitting around anymore. This, this is crunch time. You know, this is what it's like for teams at the NFL deadline. You know, you're managing your fantasy team. You got to make these decisions. Um, if you have hesitation, that's normal. <laughs> you know, make the trades that you think will give you the highest upside and the best chance to win. Don't be hesitant to pull the trigger. If, they, if you need to make a move, don't sit and wait.
1: And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Appreciate you guys. Sorry we couldn't get to as many questions as we wanted to, but I feel like we got a lot in on this episode. Oh, yeah. I, I hope it helps you guys. Um, So good luck. Make those trades. You know, obviously in the Instagram comment section of all these posts, I try to answer as many questions as I can. So, you know, I'll see you there. And subscribe to the YouTube channel if you can. Subscribe to the podcast. You know, that would be unbelievable. Let's answer one more question because be chopping yeah, said, please. Yeah. Okay. Do I trade James Conner and Rashad White for DeAndre Swift and Chris Olave? I would say yes. What would you get? Yeah, mm, would you do it?
0: Trade James Conner and Rashad White. You get DeAndre Swift and Chris Olave.
1: Would James Winston come back? Yeah. Mm,
0: uh, James Conner looked good. Rashad White. I we agree. He has the potential uh, uh, to be. be
1: James Conner was somebody that we were buying last week, and that worked out.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I'd do that. It depends I, what I, you like, need. I'll, yeah, it's I an like even James trade. Rashad White. Yeah, it's an even trade. I, I like James Conner and Rashad White, maybe more in his deals. If you now.
1: desperately need a wide receiver, I'm yeah. okay with this. Yeah. However, this can easily blow up your running back spot. This is a very yeah. risky move. Because if, you, if you're depending on James Conner, if you're depending on some sort of production from Rashad White or DeAndre Swift, and you need that production right now, you stay with James Conner and Rashad White.
0: Yeah. If it, you're going
1: for a complete upside, I would say DeAndre Swift and Chris Olave. Yeah, definitely cool guys take it easy we're done now we'll see you guys later good luck peace we'll see you tomorrow we're gonna be going over quarterback rankings running back rankings tomorrow at 9 a.m eastern time on youtube see you guys later bye-bye
0: 2400 sports is an odyssey company